And security okay. is not just about breaches. Not, it's not about just getting that information lost or stolen. Yeah. It's about what can actually happen to it. Yeah. Can you go in and change your record? What's going to happen to it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, Arshan Mirsha, your host, More Than Marketing. We're back. Today, I'm with Dave Brong. Dave Brong is the CTO here uh, at Web Mechanics. We're going to talk about security. This is More Than Marketing, true to the name. We have to talk about security. Yeah. Um, Right, Dave, like your CTO here, you see it. Yeah, it's war stories, it's horror stories, it's everything that can go on when you're not thinking about what's going on. It's going down to locking your door at your house at night. <laughs> we promise not to make this very fear-mongering. We are talking before that, so we're like, should we drive fear into their hearts? Uh, but uh, the answer is no, we, we, let's not do that. Uh, instead, let's give some practical tips. Let's discuss the topic a little bit um, and give some practical tips. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we'll do. All right, so getting started, Dave, um, you know, you're a CTO here, uh, Web Mechanics Digital Agency, so you see a lot of, you know, websites. You manage yep. a lot of websites. You host a lot of websites, right? Yep, we maintain uh, somewhere around 100, 110 different websites. So you so you know, uh, you know, the different complexities of them, the different content management systems, yeah. uh, mostly WordPress in our case, um, and... And how vulnerable is WordPress? WordPress itself as a product is very secure. It has the community around it that open source product, right. very, very secure, very quickly updated also if there is an issue. Right. It's the plugin ecosystem yeah. you have to worry about because there are so many plugins available that nobody maintain well. They write it. Anybody can write it. Anybody can publish a plugin. I see that too just because like, you know, my friends kind of know, like, I'm a tech guy and whatever guy. And so they, and some of them, like, run blogs and are like, hey, help me out with my blog. And so I'm like, okay, give me admin access. So they give it to me. I go to the WordPress blog. What do I see? 50 plugins. Oh, that was the exact <laughs> number I was going to use. Exact number. 50 plugins, dude. 38 active and a lot of inactive Inactive. Ones. How many are out of date, right? Like, and it's just like, well, no wonder your thing is slow. Your site is busted, this and that, right? No, I get it. Like, that's kind of the, the um, also the benefit of WordPress is that, you know, someone who doesn't have. It's so extensible. You can add stuff in right. so quickly when you need right. to. The yeah. consideration on the back end side of it is what are you actually doing in the first place? Yeah. And are you just trying to solve an issue quickly or really think about the long-term benefit of your site? I think that's the thing. I think that's the problem is, is the plugin is like, okay, quick fix, right? It's like instant messenger. I got a quick yep. kind of... Um, just want it done so I can move on to my next thing. Yeah, so I can move on to the next thing. And then the problem with that is the plugin goes out of date or has a security vulnerability yep. and, then, and then what happens? And then... Sooner or later, your website's reputation gets damaged. Mm -hmm. Search engines start removing you from the indexes. Yeah. You know, even the worst case scenario, adding you to their malware list. Yeah. You know, throwing and up that big red screen, don't visit me. Yeah, don't visit. Yeah, careful on this site. Have you ever seen that where uh, if the site's been hacked, you'll see, especially in, in the Chrome browser, you'll see it's like a big red screen. Careful, this site has malware. Um, you don't want that, and I wouldn't call that the worst case. That's the worst case as it pertains to a marketer's, you know, organic search traffic, or not even organic search traffic, more than organic. All your channels yeah, it, are it, affected. It, then. It, that's the start of it, and then right. it cascades out. Yeah. So it starts with maybe Google yeah. blocking you or throwing up a warning, right. and then it goes to other systems, yeah. McAfee, antivirus systems, mm -hmm. and then they start blocking the home users at the home networks too. 
Comcast and Verizon don't want that traffic on their network. That's so they true. Stop it yeah. Yeah. So, so not only do you have to like prevent it, and then if it happens, you got a remediation plan in place. You know. So, so I think the best, I think the best thing to do is prevent it. Right. Yeah. That's easiest thing is to prevent yeah. it. Yeah. So how how can we how can someone prevent it? Uh, a WordPress just website. having someone accountable. There you go. To your website. That's good. To keeping it updated. It doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be within 48 hours. Just someone that is aware of what's happening to your website. That's what just, plugins are yeah. used. You know, it's just, you know, I mean, your website uses 10 plugins, say. Put in a Google alert and say, advanced custom fields, vulnerability. You right. get notified when Google searches something like that. Sure, or, yeah. Indexes. No, actually, I like that. I didn't know what you were going to answer, and I'm and and it, I like that. Someone accountable to it, yeah. right? So now the question is like, who should that be? Yeah, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. So, so like, you know, in our world, we manage our client websites, but we don't always get paid. Like, there's not a, a line item that says. Sometimes there's line items. Yeah, that sometimes says, yeah. there's website security, but sometimes like, hey, you built our site, you host our site. I'm going to assume that you're kind of. Yeah, secure, that's, that's the accountable know. side of it. You know, as developers or as marketers, we're always working with that website. Right. So it takes us less time and involvement just to stay on top of what it's doing yeah. than it would be to actually go in and fix an issue later. Right. So we want to prevent right? it. Yeah. 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 So we're going to prevent it. Right. But like, let's say someone is not working with the agency or the agency they're working with is not, I don't know, doesn't have development chops or yeah. a host. Do they go to their host? They could go to their host, depending on where their host is. A mm -hmm. lot of hosts nowadays call themselves managed web hosts. Okay. So the managed part of it is they have a help desk system or a ticketing system that okay. you can ask for help when you need it. Okay. Some of them, the better ones, mm -hmm. actually have managed services that help prevent issues in your website. And that's what you're so looking for. They're not just protecting themselves. They're trying to protect you as, your, as their customer. Okay, so how do they, what do I look for? Like, do, what do I Google or do you know what, you know? I don't know. It, it, based on the CMS system you're on, you can just Google for managed hosting WordPress or okay. managed hosting Drupal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll find some top hits there. Next You'll find articles that compare them together, like GoDaddy versus WP Engine versus Pantheon mm -hmm. or whatever case may be. You can see what community thinks of that. And expect to pay more? Expect to pay the business side of, of hosting, not a personal website. Right, you right. Know, personally, yeah, I can only afford $5 a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a business, you know, $30, $50 a month, yeah. that's minimal. And I'd say that's, that's like nothing. I mean, it depending, really is nothing. it's really nothing. It's lunch. And and the best way, it's not even lunch. A month, 50 bucks yeah, a month, it's like nothing. One day of lunch. Yeah, well, right? So, so I think that that's a really good advice because um, it's kind of like insurance, mm -hmm. right? You pay a little bit for insurance. Actually, it's not exactly like insurance. Insurance says, "Hey, if something happens, you know, we will we'll give you the money to fix it or whatever, right?" Maybe, maybe we'll give you the money <laughs> to fix it. I said, like, "Yeah, exactly." Whereas, um, I don't know. This is this is like a preventative plan. I don't know what what it's akin to, but it's basically saying, you know, it's like a layer on top of your car. So if someone dings it, it won't ding, right? Because it's like, yeah, it's it's trying to give the end user some peace of mind. Yeah, you know, peace of mind as to why it costs this much sure. or, you know, why I should go here versus there. You know, if I'm with GoDaddy, for example, you know, GoDaddy is the big name. Everybody's heard of GoDaddy before. If I'm with GoDaddy and I start having issues, now you start 
questioning where I, where do I go next? What yeah. do I do? Yeah. Do I contact GoDaddy and pay them more money? Mm -hmm. Is that going to solve my issue? Yeah. It depends what the issue is. Is it is it an infrastructure issue, the actual servers that they're running, mm -hmm. or is it the human element that's the issue? You know, when I have an issue, I put a ticket into GoDaddy, they don't respond for X number of hours. Mm -hmm. Is that good enough for me as mm -hmm. a business owner? Mm -hmm. Do I need to go somewhere else that has live chat? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it depends on your needs. Yeah, yeah. You have to evaluate your needs. And I think that, um, I think first and foremost, because you said the worst case that could happen, if we're talking to marketers out there, yeah, the worst, maybe the worst case for you is, is you know, your all the traffic starts to not be able to come to your site or gets, you know, uh, shown a, uh, an error or a, not an error, but a warning message coming. Yeah. To say. The worst case might be the hidden stuff that you don't know about. You know, the injecting pharma links into your website that don't appear for six months down the line. Yeah. And it's been there for so long at that point, your site's been starting to cause issues. You know, the other way, I mean, the smart hackers, they come in, they find your vulnerability, they leave a small trace. Yeah. And then they come back a year later when yeah. you can't track down who did it, how they did it. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, and then, and right now we've been talking about website this whole time. We haven't even touched CRM. Yeah, everything. It's the internet just in general, everything. And so CRM I'm, I'm scared of because that's where a lot of PII is stored, mm -hmm. uh, personal identifiable information, PII. And, you know, now marketers more than ever are, are, are responsible for more and more touch points yep. with the customer. So now you have things like sales enablement. So you have the marketers in the CRM, you know, helping the salespeople. But, and so what, what, what does that mean? They have access, they have, you know, admin access to CRM. Right. right. They could see everything. They could, they could see all your contacts in there, all, all of their responses, mm -hmm. not just name and email address or mailing address. They could see the pages they visited. Right. You know, what, what stuff they've done on your website or email correspondence. Yeah. Yeah. Phone call conversations. Yeah, phone too, call conversations recorded. Sure. Yeah. So all that is personal notes from your employees talking about a client or a prospect too. That's important because yeah. you don't want to damage your own reputation as a business. So what do we do, man? What, what does CMO to do? What's a, what's a marketer to do? Well, there's, there's a lot to do done actually. <laughs> you know, the first part of it is just being aware of yeah. what, information is flowing and, and what you're collecting. Do you really need to collect certain questions on your regular contact form your website? Do you have to ask them their birthday? Mm -hmm. you know, no. 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 Ask them the least that you can. You know, Conversion trends say that smaller form is more conversion. Is more conversion, yeah. Exactly. It might not be high quality, but it starts the conversation. It does, and that's, you know, yes. Yeah. That's right. So being aware of what you're collecting, good first step. I think being, being being aware of who can look at that information later, that's the hard part. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. marketing department, does every employee in marketing need access mm -hmm. or just the marketing managers need access? I think one of the challenges though, like as marketers, we want to move fast, mm -hmm. right? And this this sounds like, hey, you got to slow down and think about stuff. And, yeah. and again, slow it down. That's a good way to put this because marketing moves so fast nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, I have an instant need. It has to be done tomorrow. Right. How do I do this and then move on to my next? Exactly. Thing? Yeah. So it's unfortunate that we want to, you know, marketers want to move fast and this is kind of like, Hey, slow down. But it's, but it, again, it's that preventative measure, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of like 
stretching right before you go do like a hard workout or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what it's akin to. I, I always bring it back to the house. I mean, you have a house. It has mm. windows and doors mm -hmm. and you know, your garage door sometimes. You go out for a run. What do you take with you? Do you take your keys, your garage door opener? Right. Or do you just let your house unlocked? Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I'm going to be back my, in a half hour. I'll take the risk. I had my bike stolen like <laughs> two, three weeks ago. So I lock everything now. Yeah, you know, right, like right. once you get hit, you're like, and, oh, and wow. That's, it the, that's the unfortunate here. nature about security in, in the internet. You know, you don't think about it until it actually until happens. Until it happens to you. That's exactly right. And then it's too late. Yeah. You know, so I think you said this before we started this is number one is be paranoid. Right, like, uh, you know, you should be just be cautious. And be cautious. Yeah, paranoid maybe is a little strong, but but cautious definitely. You know, who has access to your to your site? Uh, what level of access do they have? Right. Who has access to your CRM? What level of access? Where are you exporting the data to? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You take all your contacts and all of their form fills and information. You export that to a CSV file mm -hmm. and store it on your laptop. Yeah. What happens to your laptop? You know, right. Who can access that laptop? Or you email it to somebody. Yeah, or you import it into another third-party system. Are you sending it every piece of information or just what the system needs? Right, that's exactly right. So, yeah, so access is definitely one. And then, you know, uh, what about the disgruntled employee? You know? Oh, that's that's the tough one. You never know, you know, when someone is just going to have a bad day and hit that delete button. And security is not just about breaches. Not It's not about just getting that information lost or stolen. Yeah. It's about what can actually happen to it. Yeah. Can you go in and change a record? Can you change somebody's name or, or write a note on there as like, I don't like talking to this person. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, what's going to happen to it? Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's, yeah. So a little bit, you need to be conscious yeah. or cautious. Paranoid would be, all, the, all of the above. would be the end of the spectrum. But, but, um, I think number two, tip number two would be what? Consult IT, right? Like, like, yeah, there's people that can help. There are a lot of people that can yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. If you have an IT department in your organization, that's a great first step. Yeah. You know, your vendors, your developer of your website, who made the website for you in the first place, ask them the questions. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going in there and doing what I tell you to do, but are you doing anything else for me? You know, are you keeping your plugins updated? Are you, you know, if you wrote a piece of code six months ago that turns out to be vulnerable when you, reuse that somewhere else, mm -hmm. are you as an individual aware that you should tell your other your clients, other clients right. what happened? Should I you go in and fix it? I think just asking, just simply asking, what are we doing for the person who developed your site or maintains it or your host, what are we doing about security? Right. Blanket, open-ended statement. That's a great first start. Let's, yeah. let's hear and what they, they say. If they say nothing, then yeah. you have a worry. But, yeah, right. But if they can tell you in conversation a couple things that they're doing for you. Right. You know, like I read news every day. Okay? Right, right. I hear about vulnerabilities in WordPress because mm -hmm. I part of your stay job. on top of it. It's <laughs> part of my job. Uh -huh. yeah. How much further does that person go yeah. just reading the news? Do they actually follow through on Yeah, and, and take some action. Right, takes matching. Right, like, do we have so? But there are systems out there that you could use. Also, like uh, Main WP, Security. Yep. There are there's there a are lot solutions. Of, is the point. The, there's some big names around WordPress because of the nature of what WordPress is. Right, that ecosystem of developers and marketers and everybody using right. it. Right, you know, it powers so much of the internet. Yeah, right. That you get these big players that come in and say, "We will protect your website." Mm -hmm. Okay, 
they do a good job at protecting you from the automated stuff. Right. Like brute force. Brute force, you know, scanners, bots. Yeah. And you, you put a WordPress website up nowadays, and as soon as Google or search engine knows about it, so do those hackers. So do the bots. They're yeah, scanning the it. They're bots, looking yeah. for vulnerabilities right. on day one. Yeah, right. I've noticed that. That's fun. Yeah. You're like, wait a second. I just published this site. Yeah, what? I'm popular all the time. I'm sudden. popular. <laughs> yeah, the server logs are like bing and bing. You're like, what? How's that? Mean? It's like, it's already in the, right. the dark web knows already. You right? can actually use search engines to look for vulnerabilities in your website. You How can, do you do that? You just by looking for file names specifically. Oh, really? Like if there's a vulnerability in, huh. in uh, so WordPress has a security audit log. Okay. In, and there was a vulnerability uh, back in around October that the log files it saves within the website were actually viewable to the public. Wow. So Google would find this stuff just oh, by hitting snap. it and searching it Jeez. and then show it in search results for your website. Wow. You know, so all your security audit logs were being shown Dang. in Google's cache Dang. at this point. Dang. You got a robot set. Yeah. yeah. For instance. Yeah. That's one yeah. way to do it. But that plugin had a, a vulnerability. Yeah, that plugin itself had a vulnerability in the way it stored the information. Does MainWP tell you when there's vulnerabilities? MainWP, so MainWP is a centralized management system. There's, right. there's a handful of those out there, like iTeam Sync. And, uh, Only really makes sense if you have many WordPress websites, right? Yeah, if you have more than five. Okay. So, you know, okay. It's hard to jump between a number of websites every right. single day to you know update it to see what's going on. Right, right, right. So the centralized systems allow you to every day or however many hours you choose to, it'll go through, check every site within your network, and see is there a plugin update available. Right. Okay. And that kind of so it kind of automates that portion. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. So it'll tell you what's available. So in the morning, eight a.m., you come in, you say, "What's my report for the day? I right. have six websites that need to update right. WordFence, or six right. websites that need to update." You know, Yoast SEO, for right. example. Some of the good ones good go examples. a step further and do security audits. You know, okay. do I have a robust text that's blocking certain things? Right. Or do I have, you know, directory transversal where you can see those files and, and read everything that's not in WordPress itself, but what's in the operating system side? What about blocking um, IPs that are brute forcing? Yeah, like the good ones, WordFence has yeah. a network, iThemes has a network. So... You know, just like Gmail, for example, spam's uh -huh. coming in. You get email spam. How yeah. does it know that it's spam? Gmail is so large. If they get the same email message yeah. over a thousand different people, it could be spam. You know, same thing with WordPress and all that. They're the using network. their database. Yeah, they're yeah, using, they're, the, they're using the, the network of what's happening right. on the other sites we monitor. That, they're, so. Yeah, they're saying we have access to these, you know, whatever hundred million sites, and we see these IP addresses hitting them all and not doing anything productive. So right. we're going to block them right. from all. Or like obvious, like they're they're changing letters in every URL. A, A, B, right. A, B, C. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, looking for stuff right. just by scanning. So they're brute forcing, basically. Yeah. So they're, those those plugins. So hopefully we're just trying to give you some tips because of, of uh, to say like kind of what's possible out there, what's happening, what's possible. I think the biggest fear that I have as it pertains to security is that PII, you know, yeah. breaches, uh, stolen information, because that's where you can get fines. Yeah, the PII side of it, like we've ran across a few times where, you know, we inherit a website that you're collecting information, the PII, yeah. you know, name, email address, but then you're sending it off into your third-party tools. Yeah. 
like Google Analytics or yeah. Facebook system or whatever. Yeah. So it's not really public information. Yeah, at that point. but it's but in you're those starting systems. to send it around, and you're not you're not aware. Well, of what's or happening. it's like in the query string, yeah. and then now that when it's in the query string, now it's in your you right. know Facebook uh, uh, analytics is in your Google Analytics, yeah. and so now anyone who has access to those can see. It, but what happens there, just like how Google could block your website from malware. Yeah. Now analytics or Facebook or whatever could block your shut you down. account and right. just, just stop you. That's crazy because if you actually rely on, in, in this case, Facebook uh, or Google Ads, if you rely on ads to like drive business, like especially I don't know, e-commerce or, yeah. or, or, or you get a lot of leads from those channels and they shut you down, yeah, that's, your that's, that's yeah. a major Overnight, business you just start losing revenue. impact, major business impact. So let okay. So the fines are maybe the worst case. That's probably the worst cases. Is is major the, the revenue impacting is, is the revenue impact for most people yeah. the worst case. Or like again, e-commerce site, right? You got WooCommerce or whatever, and and now your site is blocked by Google because there's malware. Yeah. You can't make sales. Like yeah. OMG, you know, like. Well, that's all stuff that you would find out about. It's some stuff you don't even find out about. Right, right. Like e-commerce, for example. Right. Amazon has a huge issue with fake products. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. How do some of those fake products get on there? <laughs> An individual could go through and just list it. Uh, you know, I, I found something on the street. I'm going to sell it, and I'm going to say it's authentic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or your website gets hacked, mm -hmm. and it changes your product sync that goes into Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, just it just reroute stuff or right. changes names on stuff like that. It makes it different. Oh, wow. You know? And that's that reflects back to I haven't your reputation. That that's, yeah, yeah, that's, sure. It's rare. It's still right. rare, but, right. you know. But it's possible. Hackers, malware, all that stuff, it's an umbrella term. Sure. You know, it could be automated. It could be a bot that's just doing the stuff, looking right, to get right, in right. and spread itself. Or it could be that disgruntled person that you alienated. Now they're attacking you personally. And that's, that's yeah, that's the problem. So, okay, there's bots, there's hackers. They're going from the outside, but you also got to worry about kind of the, the inside out. Yeah, yeah. So let's get some tips on that real quick, on the, on the inside out. Um, I think like first look at yourself, right? So if I'm looking at myself, I have admin to a lot of systems. What am I doing? Right. What should I be doing, Dave? Right. Two-factor authentication. Two-factor authentication. Number one thing you can do, two-factor authentication, have it send a code to your cell phone yeah. or use an authenticator app that gives you special randomized codes that change. And let me, let me touch on that real quick because a lot of us work uh, maybe remote or work from places where there's unsecure Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. This actually happened to Chris, our, my partner. And, and you know, uh, he, we were in Indonesia and unsecure Wi-Fi, logged into his Gmail. And what happened like the next week, <laughs> you know, all of his contacts got, got hit with an email. And funny enough, we had a client uh, have the same thing happen. And she has access under her business account that she can only get into that email when she's in the office. Mm -hmm. okay? yeah, she yeah. needed to manage her website when she was on the road. Uh -huh. So she added her personal email account mm -hmm. in there as an admin. Mm -hmm. Well, that got hacked. Oh. They got into the website. They started making changes. Oh, scary stuff. Yeah. Scary stuff. So so why use two factors? Because it just you can sleep better at night when you know that, hey, okay, even if someone has my password, my username and my password, they still need another layer of... My cell phone, my thumbprint to get right. into my phone, right. or my passcode, right. or whatever. So they really have to have everything with two-factor in order yeah. to kind yeah. of get into yourself, yeah. right. Now, I mean, two-factor is not... Fail-safe. Yeah, fail-safe. Yeah. 
text messages aren't even fail safe, but right. it's a good start. It helps. Right. It, it'll cut you down from, you know, a hundred percent vulnerable or ninety-five percent vulnerable to ten percent. Right. Whatever. It's it's the that's good a big cut. Step. Yeah, that's yeah, a great cut. No, I, I agree with that. That's that's yeah. really really good. Um, what else? So, single sign-on. That's another okay. thing too. Try to not have passwords for every site if you don't need yeah. it. Right. Now you have to remember the passwords yeah. or you type them in every time you go there. Single sign-on helps because you protect and really lock down one account and then use that to jump into other services. You yeah, well, could, could one say, though, like, okay, well, what if they get access to that one account? Yeah, sure, sure. Right, right. Well, but they would have to know where that account is also used. I mean, if it's an email account, they right. could just check your email and see what you've logged into yeah. before. Well, but, but I think you said it well. It's like, okay, lock that down. Be really secure about that, yeah. right? Yeah, that main account having two-factor on that one, yeah. and then using that as single sign-on right. to go out right. and everything else. Yeah, that, that's a great. Yeah, that's nice yeah. and safe. And then on that note, tip number three would be change your passwords. Change them, yes, and not change just change them. Use a password manager that can automate the changes yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. There's some popular ones. LastPass, mm -hmm. you know, one password. The big systems out there, you know, Facebook and all that. You can just tell your password manager. Change these. Change them every three months. Right. Don't tell me about it because it doesn't matter to me because yeah. I know my one password. My and own, right, exactly. Yeah. And then don't write that one password down <laughs> there, right? Or don't give that to anyone. I like, and with passwords, it's kind of fun. Like you, um, I have fun coming up with, with passwords, you know? Yeah. Like I'll do, like I'll be like, let me into this account or let me. Let me through or something like that, but I'll spell it with like zeros yes. and with an exclamation so, point. So people uh, actually say the past phrases are better and more secure because yeah. in your mind you can remember that. Yeah, you can remember right. Yeah. Exactly. So my Yahoo account, for example, right. like Yahoo is an old service that one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't, I don't know. Just an example. <laughs> Sorry, Yahoo. But it kind of right. clicks in your head. It's yeah. one of those those memory triggers that you can help. Exactly. And now you have a password that's different and unique for every system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's good stuff. So. All right, this is what, what you got to do. You got to, first off, you got to know that this is a, this is a thing, right? Yeah. That security is a, is an issue. Um, you know, that, that famous Gardner report where the CMO is going to spend more than uh, the CIO mm -hmm. in 2020. I think there was one 2017, it, it was like trending and then 2020. I don't really know the numbers. It doesn't matter. But the marketers are spending more and more on technology. They're they're responsible for customer touch points, so like CRM, point of sale, um, and they want to move fast. So you gotta be careful not to bite yourself in the butt because that's really gonna hurt if that happens, right? So be paranoid. Check with IT. Lock down your own uh, first, and uh, you know be careful who has access to what. Um, and what else? Yeah, a little prevention right now goes a very long very, way. Very, very long way. Ask your ask your host, what are we doing about security? Yeah, yeah just asking the questions. Just not, ask not questions. making assumptions that you're okay. Just ask questions. You know, draft up an email with five questions. Send that off to everybody that works on your website. Yeah. Reach out to us. We'll help you out uh, with, with what those questions might be. Or, or just, you know, we'll help you out. We care about this stuff. We don't want to see you get in trouble. Yeah. We see it from a very large angle. You know, all of our clients, all of the past clients we've had, and then all those websites, yeah. we see different ways of things happening and how you can prevent it. And we've seen it happen before. Yes. And we don't like it. It's no fun for anyone. Um, no fun for us having to remediate it. Right. No fun for the client having to, you know, 
put the business on pause. Like, no one wants to do that. Yeah. So, Dave, thanks so much for being here, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. For all y'all out there, if you like it, like it, comment, share it, do whatever you want to do. Reach out to us. If you have any questions, happy to help. Yep. Cheers. See you next time.